Well, I think, Ray, we've seen some some loosening uh, in the workforce, but it's still not great for people who are trying to hire folks. Um, we still see businesses that are having trouble getting the talent that they need. Uh, some of the latest data I've seen, about 25 business percent of businesses are still trying to find folks and hire folks, and they're having a real hard time doing so. And why are they having, I guess that's what we got to get to, right? And I imagine you've done many discussions and, and studies and such. Why are we having such a tough time when I say we, the local businesses in, in that arena, getting the talent back into the buildings or the, the businesses themselves? Yeah, I think it's just that uh, people have changed some of their preferences around work uh, over the last few years, as you know, and you've talked about many times. I think finding people who are willing to come in and work at the wages that companies can afford um, is difficult. People are seeing lots of pressure on their pocketbooks, so that means businesses are going to having to raise wages, and it's tough for them to do that. Um, I think when they are successful in bringing people in, keeping people becomes a significant issue. I think folks are a lot more likely to sort of walk away from a job and not show up that second or third week than they had been in the past, and that's a it's a crazy thing when you spend all this time trying to hire somebody and they either just don't show up or they show up for a few weeks and go away. So I think we're all trying to adjust to some of these new realities. Um, now, that's not to say that it's terrible. Like I said, we've been doing some hiring lately ourselves, and we've had more candidates than we've had in the past and, and good quality candidates, people willing to make a move to something new. And I think other businesses are starting to see that as well. Steve Millard is with us. He's the president and CEO of the Greater Akron Chamber Steve, what about think tanks when we're talking about business models? And I imagine you meet with a lot of these businesses who are saying to you, reaching out, saying, hey, we're having a tough time. Are you seeing some of the business models, whether it be hybrid working, whether it be people at home, or whether that be in the restaurant structure as far as tipping or not tipping and such? Are you seeing some of the models maybe not changing, but at least being challenged? Yeah, I think the whole question about, for example, hybrid work is an interesting one. Um, I think companies are trying to figure out how do they win, right? What is it they need to do? Do they need to have people in every day or not? I think most uh, businesses have decided that it's not going to be a five-day typical work week unless you've got production environments where you need people on the line, et cetera. Uh, and I think employees are sort of expect to have a little bit of flexibility, and it ranges. Um, you know, you heard some news about uh, – Dojo last week, and, and I think one of the things they're going to do, um, they're going to start bringing folks back, and my understanding is two to three days a week because they believe that's how they can do better. Um, and I think I'm seeing more of that. People are less likely to be soft on that issue and more likely to say, look, here's what we need from you, and if you can't do that, we're going to have to sort of make a shift. So I think that's going to be positive for places like our downtowns, et cetera, but we still have a long way to go, Ray. We're still not at a place where – uh, the commerce that's happening in our downtowns is as strong as it used to be uh, just because we don't have the employees down there anymore. Yeah, that, I was going to bring that up. So since you got talked about the downtown business structure, I'll piggyback on to that. Talk about those challenges because so many of those buildings in the past needed those floors, needed that office space where maybe they might not need as much or any at all. And what does that do to our downtown as you look at it from the Greater Akron Chamber's perspective? Yeah, you know, we're in an interesting spot. When we look at vacancy rate in our downtowns, it's as low as it's ever been, right? We have, um, theoretically, we have much higher occupancy than we've had in a long time. But the problem is that's masking sort of lease renewals. So as I'm talking to companies about their opportunities to renew their space, 
fairly consistently, they're trying to find ways to consolidate it, reduce their footprint, because their needs are a little bit different now. So it, it's, it's a little bit of a misleading statistic, if you will, on our, on our vacancy rate. That said, we do have companies expressing interest in wanting to be downtown. They sort of talk about, you know, if I'm going to sort of have folks in, I want them to have a fuller experience. I don't want them out in the burbs somewhere. I want them sort of in a place where they can have uh, better connectivity to other businesses, to each other, and the things that are going on. So I think that's an opportunity for us as we build off of this sort of recovery over the next uh, a year or two for downtown. Steve Millard is with us. He is the president and CEO of the Greater Akron Chamber. And when you look at the huge picture in this, Steve, in order for businesses to stay in a downtown, we can say Akron or, or any major downtown, what you're going to have to do is give and take, I imagine. And also you got to work with the cities themselves to, for the quality of life issues to make sure, hey, I'm working in the inner city. Here's what I can do. Here's what they offer and such to get me back down into the inner city. Yeah, I'm excited by the conversations we're having right now with Downtown Akron Partnership, the city of Akron, many others about a refresh of our, our downtown plan. I think we're close to seeing something here in the fall that will be laid out on that. But we have great opportunities in, for example, converted housing. You know, we have done a really nice job filling the new apartments we've created downtown, and we have demand for that. So I see more of that happening as we convert some of our older office buildings that are shifting in terms of their use. I think you see some vibrant activity downtown. I mean, if you were at Pride a couple of weeks ago in downtown Akron, I think they had 40,000 people there. Uh, so I think there's real interest, and there's all kinds of new infrastructure being done downtown um, around Lock 3, as you know, the Polsky Building, uh, Canal Place. I mean, there's a lots of things that are happening that I think over the next three to five years, you're going to see some amazing things from our downtown. Ohio as a whole is really well positioned for growth. Um, in the country, we are a preferred place, and I think Akron is going to benefit from that growth and that success. Steve, let me ask you this. You talk every day with small businesses. Small businesses, they need basically their employees in the office to run their shop, whether it's a, a corner restaurant or a corner coffee shop or something that sells home goods or supplies. How are they doing? How is the small business structure, the backbone of economics, doing here in the greater Akron area? Well, we're seeing about maybe a third of our small businesses are sort of at or above where they were pre-COVID. Um, so that still leaves a lot of businesses that are, that are fighting back to that level they were just a few years ago. And so that is challenging them. At the same time, um, they are seeing, you know, the inflation has created the need for them to sort of absorb um, you know, costs uh, from their from their uh, the people that they supply, but also they're trying to pass along some of those price increases and having some difficulty doing so at times. I think they're seeing wages that they've got to sort of keep up on and do better with. So if you're a small business right now, you're you're some tough sledding, uh, but I think um, they are seeing again, like everybody else, starting to see things loosen a little bit. But many have been challenged, and unfortunately, many have sort of said, you know, I can't. I can't keep doing this. Economically, it's not worth it. I can't make the recovery. And so have shifted their attention in other directions. So it's not a pretty picture for our small businesses. Uh, I think we have to continue to, to think about shopping locally, supporting local small businesses. Whenever you have the opportunity, think about how you bring your business to those companies because they really need it. Steve, let me ask you this. I was reading a story last week out west where you're starting to see the restaurant slash bar business model changing where some of the restaurants 
are going away from tipping, and they're paying their waiters and waitresses 25 28 bucks per hour, which is a change, and I asked you a couple of moments ago, a change in business models. When we talk about that restaurant bar sector, which is really so important when we talk about economics, my first part is how are they doing in the greater Akron area? And two, has there been any talk at all about getting a little bit more consistent and changing that business model? Yeah, you know, I think our bars and restaurants um, in the downtown specifically are still struggling. Again, that's due to volumes. I think when there's not events or, or things happening downtown in the evenings or the weekends, they're they're seeing that emptiness, if you will, and that creates problems for them. And during the business day, again, volumes are down, so so they're struggling. Although we have had more open downtown, we have a brand new one opening where the old Brico used to be in Dewan's. Uh, they're opening up here real shortly, I think, this month. So I think we're seeing some positive activity there. Out in the suburbs, I think they've been a little bit less affected. I think people are back to sort of, you know, going out to eat, do that kind of thing that they've done. On the tipping thing, that's a tough one because, uh, you know, there's a couple forces at play there. I think as a consumer, I've noticed, like you have, a lot more screens that ask me to tip for almost everything that I do, things I didn't tip for before. And you got to consider that every time. But um, I think how I think business is being clear about how those tips are getting to their employees or not is going to be a big part of whether or not people will tip more or not. I think people are just unsure what's happening to those dollars. Steve Millard with us. He is the president CEO of the Greater Akron Chamber here on 93.5 1590 WAKR. Steve, wrapping up our conversation this morning, let's talk about what you're doing at the chamber to give support to these businesses because you had to go in and say, okay, hey, listen, we have to do this, this, and this now because things have changed in the last couple of years. Talk about the support you have at the Greater Akron Chamber for these businesses. Yeah, I think one of the things we've done the most is gone back to, to help companies understand the impact of providing great benefits to employees and how it helps them attract and hire and keep people. So we have um, group health benefits. We have vision and dental benefits. We have 401K benefits that we've created for small businesses in platforms that give them access to the kinds of rates and, and benefits that large businesses have. So for businesses looking for more benefits for their employees, I think the chamber is a good look for that. Um, then we've also been focusing on things like internship programs and workforce development training, um, really helping businesses get access to training money and development money for their employees, as well as introducing interns to Akron. We had 100 interns this summer um, that we provided uh, introductions to businesses, but also showed them apartments downtown, what it's like to live downtown. And we're working with APS and Akron Public Schools and many others to create more opportunities for those kids. So. I think we've been doing some of that work. We're also looking at sites in our region. Having sites available for folks who want to bring their businesses here is critical, and that's a big area of focus for us as well to make sure that when somebody calls and says, I want to bring my business to Akron, we've got a place to put them. Excellent. Steve, thanks so much for the time. Hey, before I let you go, why don't you throw out the website for all my listeners for the Greater Akron Chamber and how they can use you guys. Pretty simple, Ray. GreaterAkronChamber.org.